Hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, suitcasingest, um, puppet showingest, PTSDingest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. What a chaotic week. Uh, what, what a chaotic, chaotic week. Oh I my love God. This. I was like, this is like the messiest stuff ever. I don't even know. Um, but people are, the, the fans are getting angry. Uh, even despite it being, I think, a really good season, because a lot of people are like angry that Ashley and Jared have so much screen time. Oh, I would nuke them from orbit. Everything on this season is perfect, and it's everything I love about The Bachelor. It's just unpredictable, sexy chaos. And then you've got this married couple trying to reconnect. It's like, I, I do not care about this. I don't care about how much your wife farts. None of this matters to me. Get off my screen. Yeah, it's just kind of like... Yeah, it's just kind of like ridiculous, right? Like, I don't know. Like, it's... And it, it's, we, it's, we, it's so not like, interesting. I don't know. No, and it's like oil and water with what the rest of this is, you know? Like... They're not even they're not even like using them in almost like a, a, a Jesse Palmer adjacent like pseudo host relationship mentor situation. It's like, nah, here's two married people on a beach. Like, why? Get the hell off the beach. This and is they're for just like single people. Sexy people. Yeah. Yeah. They're just <laughs> like commenting with, on everyone. I know. And this is supposed to be for people who have like zero emotional intelligence just bouncing around trying to figure their lives out, being messy. I want nothing but messiness. I don't want happy marriage. I don't want baby talk. I don't want any of that. I want I want slop. Give me the slop. You, you know what I would like to see though, and and maybe they'll do this someday. I would love to see a Bachelor in Paradise like reunion where they mix together couples that are still together and couples who got together in Paradise but have since broken up, oh. and just see what happens. I would, I think that's good TV. Oh, it would be great TV. And, and this is yeah. how, see, Bachelor tries to have some like respectability about it, even though it has no. trashy aspirations. And now, thankfully, it's like, it's it's inching closer and closer into like Love Island chaos territory, which is what I need. Yeah, I like mess, right? Like as mm -hmm. the great Marie Kondo would say, I love mess. So... That's something that I think they need way, way more of it. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's let's talk about part one because now they're making us watch two episodes and this week I actually watched both of them. So I did a better job uh, than I did in the past. And I even did it after I was unplugged, well, mostly unplugged at a cabin in the woods. And then I came back and I was like, oh, I've got paradise to catch up on. So I binged it. Um, but I really, okay, first off, I'm really shocked that Rodney is only 30 <laughs> in like the best way possible. I was like surprised. I thought he was older than that. Is that bad? No, he's like, like a 44 year old toddler in my head. Yeah. Like, there's something, there's something just like very, um, yeah, like timeless parts, about him. Yeah. He's equal parts old man and big baby. 
Yeah, I love him. I love Rodney I love so much. Too. But I, I feel so bad. Like, Rodney's seriously the best. And he was just like, wait, where's Teddy? And they were like, she left. And he's like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, no. And, like, I felt so bad because they did seem to get along. And Teddy just, like, freaked out. And she's like, I got to go. Um, so that was that was really sad. Um, and then, you know, it's like you're trying to figure out how to, like, make sense of all this right and uh brandon's like well maybe you should go for a jill because she's pretty fucking dope and uh and then they and everybody's like saying nice things about victoria and it's just annoying me um but i do really love like brandon and rodney's like dynamic is really good and they're really sweet together and um here's like the thing that really surprised me is like i didn't out of everybody on the beach, I did not think Lace would go for Rodney. Like that. Oh, I know. Made zero sense to me. The fact that Lace is even still here, I'm just like, damn. Think all the people that have gone home. Lace is just she's holding on. She's a survivor. Yeah, she's very crafty, you know. And uh, so, so anyway, I was like, oh, this is a development I didn't expect. And then I just have a note that says Jill is my fucking favorite, which I think I wrote like six times throughout this. But anyway, um. Then, then we find out. So, so I was kind of like, oh yeah, like go for Jill. Like that makes sense. Right. But then you see Rodney and Lace talking and he's like, yeah, well, if you looked at my type, it's you. And I'm like, Lace is your type. Like I was shocked. And then Lace was like, yeah, well, I like, you know, dudes who are six feet and over and golfers. And he's like, I check those boxes. And um, Justin said what everyone's thinking, because Justin is kind of the voice of the audience a lot of the time. And he's like, that pairing, I don't know what to say. America's hero and Lace. This may be the most shocking couple in Paradise history. And yeah, it doesn't make sense. But oh, let's see where this goes. Right. Let's see where this goes. Um. And then we get Wells. Okay, so like Wells tells a lot of stories in these episodes. This week, it was like Wells was working overtime. He's doing dramatic reenactments, telling stories. He's got puppets. Like he's really pulling out all the stops this week. And he's telling the story of Jared and Ashley, which I'm like, how does anyone not know this story at this point? Doesn't, don't we all know? Don't they all know on the beach? Who are we telling the story for? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I anyway, I, I, yeah, I don't get it. (laughs) And he's just like, you know, he's like, you are all in eighth grade, except for you, Lace. And I'm like, rude. Um, (laughs) And then they tell the story and then like they're connecting. And then there's just like a lot of farting. Um, Yeah. And then this was also when I was surprised. um, Which date was it? I said the date isn't over yet. Oh, this was this. So we still uh, Genevieve and Aaron and Shanae and James were still on their date at this point. Yeah. For like 10,000 years. Yeah. I was like, they're still gone. (laughs) Like, I thought they came back. already. (laughs) I was like very confused by that whole thing. Um, But okay, here I've got a question. Why is it everyone's birthday and one fake birthday? Why does everyone have a birthday on this beach? I don't know. They they all have the same astrological sign. That's why they're all here. That's are they all Gemini's? Is that is that what it is? I don't even know what that means, but yes. (sighs) Yeah. Someone right now is nodding their head and they're like, Yes, that makes so much sense. They're all Gemini's. 
Gemini. Oh, wait, no, wait, 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 hold on. June 11th. Yeah, yeah, that would be Gemini. Yeah. I mean, just saying. Well, and it was funny because um, someone was asking me, they're like, well, what would a Taurus look like on Paradise? Because I'm a Taurus. And I said, well, I think it would be like Corinne, except Corinne was born in like November. But she's got like mad Taurus energy because she just eats all the time and, and takes naps and does whatever she wants. So <laughs> that's like the most Taurusy Taurus to ever Taurus, but she's not one. Um, but anyway, yeah, like everybody's a Gemini, which makes sense. They're all two-faced. And, uh, <laughs> but so Genevieve, wait, no, Justin also has a birthday and Genevieve just had a birthday. Lace's birthday was fake. So we'll ignore that. Um, but like, here's the thing that's really hard about watching Genevieve and Justin is it's just like, every time they talk, it just sounds like a lot of effort and it makes me tired. Like, yeah, it's just I- like clearly you are not on the same page with each other and no. i don't know why and genevieve is the trying. most exhausting woman imaginable like think of the journey she has taken us on in what cannot be more than three or four days i just she doesn't feel wanted okay she doesn't feel wanted by him Ugh. he can't he can't i feel like there's nothing justin can do honestly no i don't think there's anything don't think there's anyone anything can, do. can do genevieve is she's uh, totally just irrational. She doesn't know what she wants. She doesn't know what she needs. She's not like contextualizing anything that's happening. She's not able to like really interrogate her own emotions. She's just like pure undistilled raging pathos, just, just demolishing everything in her path. I, I, I will she, say she gives though, me anxiety. <laughs> I feel like Justin asking for a kiss on his birthday was annoying though. I don't think yeah. he should have done that. I think he was like, I think it was maybe like a, I feel desperate because the roses are going to come out and what are we going to do type of a thing. Oh, it was a swing for the fences. Come on. Yeah. 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 And she could have said no, but also it's like, it is pretty manipulative. I will agree to say like, oh, do you want to give me a kiss for my birthday? But again, they did seem like they were both trying to come back to each other and he mm-hmm. doesn't know what happened on that date on the you know, the date that never ended. So exactly. to be fair, he doesn't have all the information. It did look shitty, but it's not like he knew everything. So mm-hmm. I think that's why it looked shittier, but they're obviously not good together. It's just like all effort. And Justin, yeah. I I like, I feel like despite his um, incredulous looks, you know, and reactions to things, I do think he is the kind of person who looks for more ease and more peace. Mm-hmm. So this is not the way, my friend. So this is not good for him. So he's no. got to find someone else. And I think he is really like funny and happy-go-lucky. And it's just like she is not bringing that out in him. So that mm-hmm. is not a good pairing. Uh, but my favorite part of like this conversation was when like Aaron was looking over there and I think it was James who was like, you know what this reminds me of Thomas and Tammy. And it was like, Thomas and Tammy. <laughs> like, oh, And I was like, I forgot about that. Um, but then Aaron was like, I have PTSD. And I'm like, all right, let's calm down with that. That's like <laughs> a little, <laughs> listen, I love what Aaron says most of the time, but I was like, that was a little <laughs> over the top, buddy. Um, and then, 
Oh, I wrote couple summarizes paradise drama. I'm assuming that was like Ashley and Jared talking about the drama going on, but obviously my notes were not stellar. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, what I wrote, cause I, I do think the kiss was kind of like a shitty move, but I, mm-hmm. but my general takeaway is like, he's just kicking himself because he's not making the most out of paradise because of Genevieve. And now she's going all in with Aaron and now he's yeah. like got fucked over. Like, I think that sucks. And I think there's so many good dudes on the beach right now and you never get that. Like, and a lot of them are not coupled up and that's shocking and disappointing because these are all like winners of dudes. And he just like, didn't have time to like explore other stuff because of that. And now I think he's like, damn it. <laughs> Screwed up. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people on this beach where I'm like, I'm, I'm here for the chaos, but this is not the place for you. Uh, Michael, obviously an, another one who fits into this category uh, quite well. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, Michael's so great. He's such a great guy. It's just, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, um, but this isn't the place to be like, my wife passed away and I loved her very much and I'm working through that trauma and also learning to love again. <laughs> and also I'm going to find that love on a beach in three weeks. I don't think you're going to pal. I got to be honest. He's, yeah, I mean, listen, I just want him to be happy. However he thinks that's going to happen, that's what I want for him. It's just I really, so weird. It's he's like such he's, a great he's got, he is, he seems like a great guy. And he's got everything, like he's he's very attuned to like, you know, the stuff that he's dealing with and he's very mature about it and just all this stuff. And it's it's wild to me because he has everything figured out in his head. But then the conclusion he arrives at is antithetical to everything he already knows. So he's like, yes, I need to, you know, I need to move on. I need to process the, you know, the death of my wife, find someone who's like a good, who will be a good mother, surrogate mother to my daughter and all this, all these things. And he's like going through it. And he's like, the solution is a reality TV dating show. I don't think that's it. That's like, I, I, I don't even know. You're like, okay, so. I figured out the perfect game plan to win the Super Bowl. Okay. So we do all these things. And at the very end, we punch ourselves in the dick. Why would you do that? Don't do that. There's you don't, you shouldn't be here, Michael, because you're a good guy. We want messy people. You're not messy enough for me, Michael. But sometimes there are good guys who make it through the show and then, and then, you know, end up in a good situation. Look at grocery store, Joe. I think that he's a very good example of, I mean, he got mm-hmm. it right the second time. Um, <laughs> but but if you if you knew someone who was single and just an all around good person and really had it together and had everything going for him, would you be like, you know what? The best chance for you to find a partner in life is to go on The Bachelor. Well, let me ask you a question. When did when was it that you told me that I should be on The Bachelor? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, but the thing is, is ouch, I, ouch. <laughs> but for you it would be more for like scientific research purposes i want you to go in there with an analytical mind i don't want you to find a husband there but that's like (laughs) i would have been like charlene you know like i would have been a charlene on that show which is fine Mm -hmm. but hopefully i wouldn't have been on a season with like juan pablo because that would be torture (laughs) (laughs) um i get it i get it um okay so anyway Here's what I think is really interesting, too, 
is after this, we had this date, right? You know, and, and Genevieve's trying to sort out her shit. And now Genevieve and Shanae are like buddies. And it is weird. But Again, I will say. What, what oh, is go going ahead. on with Genevieve? What is going on with Genevieve? How do you how do you get to this point? I, I don't understand it. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, I will say Shanae is one of those people that I feel like was full villain on The Bachelor and then like chilled out in paradise. And that does happen. You know, it's like mm -hmm. not everybody, not every villain does that, but a lot of them do. And I said from the beginning that I thought she was being coached to do this stuff and she was um, willing to do it. And you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, she's like, yeah, I'll take the bait, like whatever. Like, she seems like the type of person who is just kind of like game to say the the weird stuff. It's just like she went further than I would have ever gone. Actually, one of my friends asked me if I would be a villain on The Bachelor. I said, yeah, but I would do it like Demi or Corinne or somebody like that and like make it yeah. fun. Like, I wouldn't be like actually mean, you know. Mm -hmm. And some of the things she said were just like very damaging and just like not true instead of just kind of being like oh i do whatever i want and um someone should make me cheesy pasta and i'm gonna fall asleep you know like yeah, and yeah. sneak away with the bachelor or bachelorette or whatever like this that kind of ceremony stuff is fun. <laughs> <laughs> dude i still like that's legend shit absolutely i still mm -hmm. think that's one of the best things that's ever happened on the show and they're like she just slept through it <laughs> wow um Beautiful. so yeah like i she did stuff that was pretty heinous but it is weird because she's like everyone's kind of like well she's behaving herself so we're gonna reserve judgment for now and well everyone deserves a second chance i guess and i'm like yeah i guess but don't you think it's weird how much she changed um yeah but I will say I'm giving both Sinead and Genevieve credit at this point because they are being explicit in what they want from these men. They both want to feel mm -hmm. pursued and wanted. And the amount of pursuit that they are getting from Justin and Logan is not what they want. And they like the level of pursuit they are getting from Aaron and James. Now, whether that level is going to be to their liking for the long run, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But they both seem to understand that they liked the attention they were getting from, you know, on their double date more. So yeah, yeah. just keep it moving then. If that's how you feel, like just, you know, leave the other guys behind. Um, but it's just weird because it's like, yeah, I'm looking around at the beach. I'm like, we've got and like at this point who wasn't coupled up was like Andrew, Rodney and Justin, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, I think all those guys are great. So I'm just like, what the hell is happening this year? Like, <laughs> it's just bizarre. Um, yeah. And then I also said that Jacob and Romeo really shit the bed. Um, but, you know, we get to see uh, some interesting things later. Uh, foreshadowing. Uh, now we have Ashley and Jared getting a date card, which is annoying as well. And then Andrew was just like super single now. Um, Andrew makes me laugh all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, he's just like, oh, my God, my life is a mess. <laughs> and it's very funny. And it's super weird to focus so much on them. But uh, 
here's the thing that I really like. Uh, Michael and Casey's friendship on this beach is really lovely. They have a nice old man friendship and it's very cute. <laughs> and they're like, that look at nice. all these young, young ones playing, playing football. Couldn't be us. Nope. No, we couldn't be doing that. <laughs> Never. And they're like, oh, that's going to, oh, he's going to feel that tomorrow, isn't he? Oh, yes. Oh, maybe that would just be me. Um, so I like them just for their friendship and they could, you know, do a little Statler and Waldorf shit and that would be enjoyable to me. Yeah, they could always just leave with each other too. I'd be fine with that. More dudes yeah, leaving with dudes. Dude, I love the bromances. I really, really do. I really think you're more likely to find a a, a nice, lifelong, just wholesome friendship out of the Paradise Experience than you are yeah. a, a, a lover. I really do think Aaron and James did Paradise right last year. Because oh, yeah. That. Like, it was so oh, yeah. cute. I, and nobody was mad. It was like, even though they pulled some shit, it was like, eh. <laughs> that's adorable. So am I going to get mad at it? No. Um, and then they, they start focusing on Michael and Sierra being cute and super solid. And I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> what's coming? Um, and, uh, okay. And then they get a date card. <laughs> Aaron goes, this is a date card. And that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that comes out of Aaron's mouth, I enjoy. Um, Brandon gets the date card. So we know that Brandon is going to take Serene because they've been like, you know, only focused on each other, really, from mm -hmm. the beginning. So that was pretty obvious. Um, oh, I have a fun behind the scenes thing to say about Brandon in a minute, too. Um, so kind of in between, uh, like, we hear a little bit about Michael saying he's nervous that things are moving so fast with Sierra. It's like, uh, uh, uh trouble in paradise. Um, then there was that mention about Brandon throwing the ring in the water that like he had a Neil Lang ring and he threw it in the water. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Cause I remember there was something that Brandon did that I like put kind of a bad taste in my mouth and maybe it was that it wasn't the ring. No. So, so there's like a shot of like with, you know, like Brandon picked out this ring, whatever, you know, they didn't get engaged in it. Then it was like, he threw something in the water. It wasn't the Neil Lang ring. It was Welch's fruit snacks. So this is actually adorable. This is like the cutest thing that I've like ever heard on the show. Maybe. Um, so Brandon, I, I don't remember if this started, like he said this in an interview, so you could find it, but I don't know if it started with like the first row ceremony or if he did it kind of like midway through, but at some point he started storing Welch's fruit snacks in his pocket and then snacking on them after he would get a rose. And he'd be like, this is my like post rose celebratory snack. And then he started thinking, oh, these are good luck. So I have to eat them every time after the rose oh, ceremonies. And okay. so then when it didn't work out, he threw the Welch's fruit snacks in the water. It okay. wasn't, well, that, that, it wasn't a ring. Much better. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it lot wasn't, better. It wasn't like a $20,000 diamond No, ring. it was fruit snacks. And I don't even know if they were in the package or not. They might have not been. So, but he was like, yeah, I threw fruit snacks. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Which I thought was really cute. And I wish that they had focused on that because I actually think that's like a more fun story. And it's like too bad they didn't mm -hmm. include that in filming. But anyway, maybe they didn't want to give Welch's any you know free press i don't know maybe they couldn't get a sponsorship you know a product placement deal so they're like no one's gonna see that you ate fruit snacks. no one will ever know 
Yeah, and said, but he he said it in an interview. So anyway, Serene looked super gorgeous. I really, Mm -hmm. their date went really well. They totally make sense to me. I, yeah, that's all good. I I would actually be surprised if that couple gets shaken up. I feel like, I feel like they're going to be there till the end. That's my prediction. Yeah, they, they seem pretty solid and steady. I don't. I don't see anything happen. Although next week we do get the big shakeup that I've been right. pining for. So I guess that would be the messiest, most chaotic thing of the whole season. If that relationship got busted up by yeah. of women. Yeah. That one would surprise me for sure. Although um, I will say like the, the incoming like purge and, and reintroduction of new women, it's not as dramatic as I thought it would be just because if you look at all the relationships that currently exist, I mean, outside of Brandon and Serene, like who, who's like super solid right now? Right. There's a lot of new people, especially like once you get to the second episode, it's like, there's a lot of mm-hmm. new stuff happening. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I exactly. Um, so, okay. So like the, the date's cute. Lovey. He says he's falling in love. He's falling in love. Um, and then, then we see Sierra, she takes Michael out stargazing and she got Michael, Laura and James registered stars. And I'm like, oh, that's definitely like a Michael thing. Like he's going to think this is very cute. Um, Sierra is covered in glitter and it looks, she looks like the stars. So it's oh, yeah. like she's, themed. Ugh, she's she's so been pretty. really rocking the glitter this season too. She was like looking full great. body glitter looking uh yeah not effervescent um (laughs) looking brilliant looking uh you know there's another word i have in my brain and it's not coming out uh but that's kind of been my day today and then and then michael's like thanks for the space uh the stars in space but i also need space from you get it um but he's really good Uh at breaking up with people holy shit is he good at it and he's just like you know, but I mean, I was surprised that she just left because she could have stuck around and pursued other stuff and maybe they would have found their way back to each other. But she just decided I, to leave, which I was, I was surprised confused about. about this. Yeah, because after this conversation, uh, and this goes back to my dude, you shouldn't be on paradise <laughs> rant. But like, I felt like it was going to end with him being like, this isn't the place for me because obviously it necessitates that things move fast. You have, what is it like three, four weeks they spend on this fucking Island? Like you got to move. And he's like, Oh, things are going too fast for me. It's like, well, you're supposed to get engaged in three weeks. I feel like that's a bit of a truncated timeline. So I thought he was going to leave and then she was going to stay. And then the opposite happened. And I'm like, bro, why are you here? What is he doing? Yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm going to make the most of it. (laughs) <laughs> make the most of what what are you, are you just gonna hang out with the boys for a couple more days like I, I don't understand i think he's like i just want to talk to casey some more he's a cool dude i don't know it was weird it was super weird very odd um, it's very odd why is he there i don't know i don't know unless okay here's a theory i have a theory what okay. if there's somebody that he heard was coming because this happened some seasons right maybe mm-hmm. there's somebody he heard was coming but later and he's waiting to see if they show up because, you know, they mm. always ask them, like, who do you who would you like to see on the beach? Because he seemed caught off guard 
by how much he liked Sierra. It wasn't like I'm coming here to meet Sierra. Yeah, He's like, yeah. oh, she like surprised me and I really like her. But maybe there's somebody that he's been thinking about and waiting for. And he's waiting to see if they come to the beach. That would be, I think, the reason he'd be sticking yeah. around. That's my theory. And that's based on other conversations we've heard. Like that was kind of like the meta thing that happened with like Brendan and Piper, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, There's some people who end up talking at stagecoach uh, before they get to the show. And then if they have like a feeling that they're coming, like they get some clues that they're coming then sometimes it's like they kind of try to bide their time and stay safe by coupling up with somebody. I don't think he did it disingenuously, but I think he was kind of like, oh, wow, this is like more than I wanted. I, I don't think it was like ill intentions or anything like that. No, um, no. I just don't get that. But again, it's like he makes all the right moves, but then oh, his yeah. final conclusion seems antithetical to everything else. Like, yeah, you're right. Everything you said is totally right. And this is moving too fast. And it's it's. You know, you don't want to hurt this person and yada, yada. All of this is good. Go home. Michael, go home, please. Maybe the other thing is he's like, well, listen, I secured child care for this amount of time. I secured so child care. <laughs> I'm going to make the most of my time on vacation. Mm. I mean, that's possible. If, if I was a yeah. single dad with a, a young child, I'd be like, oh, he'd be on this island. I will pretend to like anyone. Yeah, I'll be like two weeks of of sun and and getting drunk and watching puppet shows sounds good um and then yeah jill jill is like aaron level to me in terms of like quote worthiness and like someone i enjoy watching now and jill's just like paradise is built different i've reported a murder of the vibe um (laughs) but then aaron's like this is like lord of the flies and shit and i'm like yes (laughs) Very true, Aaron. It's exactly like Lord of the Flies because you are all children. So that makes perfect sense. Um, next thing we know, we're going to, you know, someone's going to have eat, uh, drink all the alcohol on the beach. And we're going to have and, and they're passed out and then everybody <laughs> comes for them. You know, it's going to be like that. So it's, it'll be interesting. And they all start worshiping a crab on a stick. And it's going to be, it's gonna be, be something awesome. else. Uh, anyway, so part two, the men are feeling stuck and antsy and there's like a lot of them going home and they're like, we need a miracle. And they're like, maybe it's going to be Sally. And I'm like, but maybe it's not because this is the flakiest person I have ever seen in bachelor history for sure. Holy shit. She didn't get on three flights. (laughs) <laughs> it's almost she like because she's flights. so terrible they they just kept it going like anyone else oh you missed one flight or two flights maybe you know how, how are you going to keep this up but because of like everything about her is ultimate flake should not be on this show it's just sort of snowballs into this larger than life character which she by the time she arrives at the beach completely lives up to it's beautiful oh my god she's she stresses me out, man. She really stresses me out. What does she do for work? Is she like, a nurse, like a nurse or something? Yeah, she's a yeah. nurse. Okay, hold on. Uh, I've got to pull her up. Um, 
And I kept getting confused because they kept calling her. Didn't they call her Sally Mae? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not really her middle name, is it? That's funny. Um, <laughs> Sally Mae. Sally Mae, you know, would be not as flaky as, as this Sally. That's for sure. No. So let's see. Sally, Sally Carson. Yeah. I mean, it's just so weird. Cause right. Like she called off her engagement right before filming and like, didn't do, didn't do the show. Okay. And her ex is this guy, Avery. And she's like, I don't want to bring his name into it or whatever. It's like weirdly protective of him. And it's, Whatever their relationship is, it's real fucked up. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure, very dysfunctional. Um, oh my god, like out of respect for him, it's like, what? What do you fucking care? You're not getting married to the man. What? Out of respect for what? What? What are we? What are we even respecting at this point? What? Yeah, I don't it's get really it. Really weird. Like, apparently, so she built herself as a real life Meredith Gray, looking for her McDreamy. She keeps a tight circle of friends, but she likes to have dinner and drinks with. Oh, wait. Oh, she keeps a tight circle of friends that she likes to have dinner and drinks with, but is a career focused girl who is usually in bed by 11 p.m. Um, God, I mean, yeah, the, the X thing is like really weird. Like. Uh, OK, yeah, so he's a doctor. So she's already kind of di- did this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So he. Oh, my God. So, so he's a neurosurgeon Mm -hmm. and they were together for who the hell knows how long. Right. Um, and so she's trying to find that again, I guess by coming on the show, but then she doesn't ever like fully commit to it. So then it blows up in her face. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's very exhausting. Um, he he went to school in Madison. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He uh, was at the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health. He had residency in South Carolina and his fellowships in Virginia. So now you know everything about this guy. Uh, Lexington Brain and Spine Institute in, in South Carolina. So I would assume they still work together. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they've been, I mean, she's got videos and pictures from a couple years back in like Virginia. It says she's in South Carolina. Um, uh, I don't know, man. So I, I think they're still at the same place is basically what I'm saying. I think they're still working in the same place. So it's like, I, I feel like she's still trying to get him to like commit to her by coming mm-hmm. on these shows. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's very weird. Oh, yeah. And I forgot that Brandon is a nurse recruiter. <laughs> Do you think you'll be recruiting Sally anytime soon? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not so sure. Um, Everything just <laughs> you can still yeah, hear I, me. I right? don't know okay. what her. Yeah, I, I don't know what her deal my Chrome is. Like, just like crashed because Sally's so chaotic. It made my Chrome crash. Oh, wow. That's yeah, a, but that's at least topic. this is still open. Yeah, they were like, they were like, this app cannot cannot handle the chaos that Sally Carson as I'm looking her up and everything just like shut down. <laughs> so really, it's just like we we know who her ex fiance is. We kind of know who she is, but there's no like details around why their relationship is so weird, as far as I can tell. But yeah, it, the only thing I can think of, and this is pure speculation, is that 
I, I mean, they, they clearly have like a, a chaotic and, and unstable relationship and they were married. They were going to get married and then they, they, you know, canceled the wedding for whatever reason. We're not sure. So yeah. Is this a way for her to kind of like get his attention almost, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like using it to position herself as like, I don't know, just like a way to win him back. I, yeah, I got no clue. I do not understand the mystery of Sally. Yeah, this is so weird. Oh my God, this is so weird. Okay, so. Okay. Um, did more news come out on like what happened? I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it. Um, so she said something about how she would sue ABC if she could. Like, so, so basically let's, let's just kind of run down the hour that Sally spent in paradise. So -hmm. she gets here. She's, she's, she's like, oh, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to get here because of work. And they're like, well, is that the full truth? She's like, well, I did talk to my ex before I came here out of respect for him. And everyone's like, but he's your ex. So like, what does that matter if he's your ex? But I also work with him. So it's actually like work. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't, what? No. <laughs> As someone who uh dated and was married to someone at my work, uh I wouldn't just be like, "Oh, well, because we had this conversation, it's work." <laughs> That's yeah, weird. That's super odd. Um anyway, she was like, "I don't want to pursue anyone unless I see the end." Um but they're like, "Well, wait, you were with your ex a few days before." And she's like, "Well, I work with him." And then she just like fucking blows up and she's like listen i've been t- I-, I said i didn't want to talk about my ex when i was here you all knew that and it's like but you've brought it up in the past like and it's a and people are right it's a dating show so if you're like involving your ex and you're making it into this big thing then like what why can't people bring it up? I do not understand. I genuinely do not understand. Like, that's a big deal. If the reason you're not coming on a plane is for work or it's about your ex, those are two very different things. And she's like, well, I've been told a lot of things about other people that I'd never breathe a word on on the speech because I'm true to people. And like, I'm not going to say anything, but there's a lot of people here for the wrong reasons and I'm leaving. Ma'am, you're on a reality show. What? <laughs> Everyone's going to know like, everything about you, basically. Like, wh- what are you expecting here? This is this is the life of a person who is better than The Bachelor. Even if it's a, the life of a person who's only better than The Bachelor for, like, a combined 10 minutes of television time. She has, like, a cool job, too. Okay, get this. She's a spine surgery robot operator. That's fucking cool. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, Um. but she's, like, she feels like wells reenactment like obviously it was a dramatic reenactment we all know this was mm-hmm. like too dramatic so I, she like wells in a wig. okay with what? it yeah <laughs> what is he gonna like, win an oscar <laughs> clearly it's not serious my friend i don't know what you're thinking um but yeah and apparently it says made a producer wait for her inside the trunk of a car for four hours what yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was the whole thing with the Wells thing is, yeah, that she yeah. made a producer wait in the trunk of a car. Um, And then she's like, that didn't happen. Try to remember it's a TV show. It's like, well, yeah, sure. Okay. I get that. Another Instagram commenter said, Sue ABC. And she said, what if I could? But like, about what? What are you suing them for? You're the one who didn't show up multiple times. 
Like mm-hmm. you could have just stayed not showing up. I don't know. She's yeah. like, I checked my bags, got to the gate, and I was like, you know what? I can't do it. <laughs> she went and chatted with two contestants, right? And then they were like, do you have any interest? And she's like, well, I'm not at the point where I'm going to date or pursue someone unless I see the end of them. I want five kids. <sighs> and then she's like, she's like, well, you know, it was work related. That's why I missed my flight. And if they can't understand that I have respect for the guy I was with before this, then I'm out. And it's like, it just sounds like you wanted a reason to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like it's honestly it's, fishing for one by the time she got there. I, I mean, it's but, really weird. Yeah. She's doing it wrong, though. She should have just played coy and just kind of ignored it and, and downplayed it. And then enjoyed her free vacation. But instead, it's like, no, now she's turned herself into some sort of like mythological reality television creature. Yeah, it was really it was really bizarre. Um, I will say I'm giving her some credit. She has not limited comments on her Instagram. She's like one of the only people who has (laughs) been in some kind of controversy on, you know, a bachelor season and not limited her comments. And I think that that like takes a lot of guts. So So that's good. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, it's like producers are to blame because they bring these people who clearly have like emotional baggage and um, some level of instability on the show and and play it for views and and ratings. And you can't count on the on production to take care of you at all. They do not care about your well-being whatsoever Mm. but also this isn't the first time you've been on the show this isn't the first time you've experienced this you would have been able to step back and reflect so like why the hell did you come back it just doesn't like make any sense but a lot of people are like coming to her defense in her comments which i think is interesting like they were Mm. saying that the girls are insecure and it's toxic and stuff and i'm like i don't think so (laughs) i thought it was like a totally rational question to ask like well why are you here if you're still hung up on your ex i think is like kind of a base level question um i don't think it's right to like attack somebody for feeling that way but and i'm sure that there's some creative editing going on and i'm also sure that there is some dirt that she has on people then just say it man (laughs) yeah Something went it also down sounds like she's deleting coach. the comments that don't agree with her. Yeah, something happened at Stagecoach. Um, but I don't feel like she was getting bullied. A lot of people are saying that she got bullied. I'm like, they didn't bully her. They asked a very normal question. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they're pretty reasonable. Yeah, they were just like, well, why are you here? And, um, yeah. Yeah, and it's and someone said like uh, girls sue them, you know. And one of the responses was like not excusing ABC's deplorable actions, which I don't think they were deplorable, but no. Uh, but contestants literally sign a contract stating they can be misrepresented and even humiliated, so you can't sue the network when you've already signed away those rights. Exactly. It's like the thing is, she knew what was going to happen because it already happened. She already looked flaky and weird the last time she came on. So why would they have changed that? What she really should have no, done? Oh, they lean into is, it. <laughs> She should have just stayed like if she had stayed and gotten through that initial wave of questioning and said, you know what? I Mm want to stick it out. I want to meet some of these guys and see how it goes. 
I think that she could have turned it all around pretty quickly. Like if Shanae can make herself look good, anyone can oh, make themselves yeah. look good, you know? So that's why every, yeah, I, asking questions and being bullied are like two very different things. And I hate that people just like throw that word around all the time now. Like reality mm-hmm. TV has definitely like made it more prevalent. And it's like, I, I'm sure she's getting some pretty awful shit in her comments and DMs. Like someone has given her a death threat because that just always happens for the most minor of things. And I think that that's uncalled for. But I think someone saying like, hey, that was kind of weird behavior. What you just engaged in is like a totally valid thing to say. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Um. So, okay. So anyway, so she's gone and uh, the next day doesn't get any better Um, (laughs) because we've got the pizza king coming. Oh boy, this guy. I hate everything. Who who doesn't hate the pizza king? Who defends the pizza king? He's no so one. unlikable. He's so unlikable. Um, and Poor this Brittany. is when we start to see like Jill and Jacob, like their connection. And I do think they're really fun together for real. Um, and Jill's like, Hey, can you grab me so that he doesn't grab me? And he's like, yeah, we're so, yep. We've been together from day one and it's great. And he's like in, <laughs> in on the joke. And I thought that was cute. And they, you know, kind of, they kind of play off each other in a really fun way. So so they're just like clinging on for dear life. And, and, um, and then like, uh, the pizza King first grabs Victoria. Right. And he says to her, you smell delicious, which is what? so fucking creepy. Um, I also wrote, why do I like Shanae? It's making me uncomfortable. Cause she's like, not here for the pizza King either. She thinks he's gross and weird as we do as all of us do. Cause he is so weird. Um, and then, and then is it right after that? Yeah. Then he goes to talk to Brittany and I just like, I keep forgetting Brittany exists on the show and we finally get <laughs> to see more of her, which is nice. Cause I like her, but I'm just like, I yeah. literally keep forgetting she's on the show just like Casey. And then it's like, mm-hmm. they pop up and I'm like, Oh, you're still here. How? Pretty so okay. nice and, and fun. Yeah. Oh and yeah. She seems like she yeah. just, just gets along with everyone. Like she oh, seems totally. like the type of person who could get the bro rose where you just like give it to a friend because you want them to stay. Oh, 100%. totally. We get bro rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brittany's super cool. And I do. And I bet that that is her strategy uh, for this for this game. Like because she's like, oh, I'm like an extrovert and I've made it my point to get get to meet everybody and get along with everybody. And I hang out with everybody. And I totally believe her, even though we have like no video evidence <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm like i see that in her and she yeah she's like she's pretty she's friendly um yeah i'm sure she's outgoing if she says she is like i that's not my vibe but i totally get it um and she's like well he's kind of cute so like yeah i'll go on a date with him because i just like i've literally never been on a (laughs) one-on-one this whole time and like i want to do that at one point and so she goes on a one-on-one with him right and then uh, <laughs> so, well, she says, okay to it. Then we have a little conversation. There's a lot of boom, boom conversation with Ashley and Jared. And I'm just like bored by the whole thing. What? Um, but my favorite part of this section was when Michael goes, oh, I thought his name was pasta Pete. <laughs> <laughs> he's such an old dad. I love it. I fucking love it. And they're like, no, it's pizza Pete. And he's like, 
Oh, okay. I thought it was pasta. Anyway. <laughs> and then uh, um, I like Casey now because he likes pineapple on pizza. And I think it takes special people to like pineapple on pizza, like me. So I was very happy. Also me. Yeah. yeah What's wrong with like sweet good. and savory at the same time? This is a classic flavor combination. Yeah, I Come feel on. like ch- children don't like pineapple on pizza because they're afraid of complexity and like go away. So I liked that it bothered Pete, and I liked that Casey was like, mmm, pineapple. <laughs> it's like, this is like a very fun troll to me. Um, but Pete just like basically just tells his life story to everyone. He says the exact same things all the time. It's like he wrote these talking points down on post-it notes and has been practicing in front of a mirror like for months. And then he gets here and he's like, well, you know, I'm changing lives one slice at a time. Well, my friends like to call me that. And I'm like, who calls you this? No one calls you. You call you this. You are like that girl who like, you know, switch schools and then tells everyone to call her by her middle name. And you're like, well, everybody at my old school called me this. And it's like, nobody at your old school called you this. We can see right through you. That's what mm-hmm. Pete is. That's exactly mm-hmm. Pete. So I'm bored by his life story. I don't give a shit. Um, I love people and- who only talk about themselves. It's really nice. <laughs> He's Very just, oh, enticing. yeah. Like me, you know, that's like. <laughs> that's like- <laughs> the most <laughs> fucked up questions that he was asking. Even when he tries to ask her something about her, it's somehow about him. It's like some Jedi mind trick shit. When That's he's just true. like, so what's the first thing you noticed about me? I'm like, yeah. what? What the fuck, you pizza brain shit? Like, he wasn't what? even like, what do you do? Like, what are your goals? You know, tell me and about he's so delusional that he thought it was going well. It's horrible. Okay, and he is that guy who, like, texts you on a dating app and is like, hey, hot stuff. And then you're like, oh, I'm not really interested. And you're like, well, you're fat and ugly anyway, and I fucking hate you. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that guy. He is 100% that guy. And I bet you a million dollars he's done that before. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, so Brittany's just like, oh, like, she's like, well, your eyes. And he's like, oh, is that it? And she's like uh yeah and he's like well i got best eyes in high school and she's like okay because like you know what i like to do when i'm on a date is tell people that i got most musically talented in high school as my superlative (laughs) that's like what i lead with 100 percent because i peaked in high school and nothing interesting has happened to me since then like that's what that tells me like yeah that's something that like like okay so tuck and i went on a like a themed date where we like dressed up like we would have in high school. We bought like snacks like we would have eaten in high school. And we talked, we told like high school memories, like funny stories, accomplishments, embarrassing stories, whatever. And we were just kind of like talking about, you know, our high school days. And that's when I was like, wait, did you get a superlative? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got that. And I'm like, oh, I got this. You know, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Um, but that's the kind of time that you talk about those things. <laughs> yeah. Like, when it naturally comes up in conversation or you're like on a theme date or something like that. But he's they're just like 
on a yacht and then they're there in the middle of the water and he's talking about what happened in high school. It's like, ee. So all you can talk about is your business and high school. Got it. <sighs> and pizza. <laughs> pizza. And pizza. Margarita, best pizza. <laughs> and then uh yeah, so so Brittany's like, this sucks. And she was like clearly uncomfortable and I felt really bad for her. Uh and then um Jacob gets a date card, meanwhile. And it's a full moon tonight. Anything is possible. Oh, here's another I fucking love Jill so much note. Um, so he takes Jill on this date. We'll talk about that in a minute because this is actually one of my favorite dates ever in Bachelor history. Um, the date. So Brittany came back from the date and Pete and she's like viscerally uncomfortable. It's really it's really weird. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it with him around. And like I, that feeling I could feel that through the TV. It was like really uncomfortable to watch. and. She's just like, I mean, he like wasn't getting that I wasn't interested and he was like trying mm-hmm. to move in for a kiss. And I was like, I move kind of slow and he was like caught off guard by it. And then he was just like, well, I, I did everything right. Like the vibe was right. Like everything should have been good. Like I checked I all the boxes wrong. Yeah. It's like I told her all about myself and and how nice my eyes look and like for some reason but he's totally like that guy who'd be like you're ugly anyway and then he's like well and the way he said she's ugly anyway was like well you know what i think she's got ulterior motives i think she's here for the wrong reasons i think she's manipulating people and it's like we have no evidence of that like literally that hasn't happened and everybody's like picking up on the bullshit because it's like you just got here we've all formed friendships with her and think she's cool so who are we going to believe? You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty easy. Um, and then Andrew's like, well, maybe I should make a move. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, but maybe I don't know if I should. And I'm like, and I'm like yelling at the TV. I'm like, save her, save her. <laughs> Andrew, you're so cool. Like he's totally, he is such a safe guy. You know, he's like mm-hmm. very sweet very safe, really good dude, should stop doing the accents, but very cute. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And so like, I do not get any like red flags from him at all. So I'm like, go for it. And I was like, so, so excited about that pairing. Like that makes sense. Uh, They're very cute together. Yeah. And and she's like, yeah, I mean, I thought you were cute. And he's like, he is that guy who's like, I didn't, I had no idea. Like. He is totally like oblivious to flirting, like a hundred percent. So I oh, think yeah. that's really sweet. But I ship them. We'll see what happens. But I totally ship them. Yeah, just um, nice people. I don't even care yeah. if it doesn't work out romantically. I just hope that they're both happy and they have fun. They're just yeah. nice, awesome. That's just like a nice pairing. It's like a good good for now situation. She doesn't have to be around this creepy guy. Andrew's like a stand up dude. Like. Yes. And he's also another good one who like handles breakups very well. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like he's not going to like flip out or be weird or anything like he's like very sweet. Um, I finally figured out at this point in the show who Jill reminded me of because I was like oh. Jill's mannerisms remind me of someone. And it's Joan Cusack. She totally gives me Joan Cusack vibes. <laughs> and like that's true. a that's a compliment because I I love her. So but I was like, that's what it is. Like, 
she's kind of got like, you know, she's got a super expressive face, you know, and she like mm. emotes very like large. And it reminds me of like Joan Cusack. Um, so like, that's really great. They go to this full moon ceremony, Jill and Jacob. And I wrote, is Jacob a himbo or just like not smart? Um, and then he starts talking about how like the moon lowers inflation <laughs> or the breathing, breathing under a moon lowers inflation, not inflammation, mm-hmm. inflation. inflation. And he's like, you know, you just breathe so much every day. And I'm like, you got to stop talking. Like you just got Every time stop. he opens his mouth, I'm just like, my God. Like, I think Jill is smart and quirky and I think oh, yeah. that he's, he's just dumb, but it, it works. Like yeah. it's this, it's, it's like the fish hook theory. He just kind of makes his way back around and they meet there in the middle. So sure. Yeah. Like I think he could learn a lot from Jill and they mm-hmm. match each other's energy. They're both very oh. goofy. Yeah. That being said, the moment that she's off the beach and new women arrive, that that relationship is going to explode. Like there, no, oh, yeah. no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I really hate that Jill's getting jerked around this much, but I gotta say that if this season is just meant to make me absolutely fall in love with Jill, like mission accomplished, I think she's so fun. Like she mm-hmm. really is like one of my favorite people to watch on the beach. Like, and she was like in her shell before, and it's so nice to see her come out of it and just like be herself. Like we need more weirdos on the show because it's just normal to be weird. Like, and when people are so like perfect looking, it like bores the shit out of me. And I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, people like Katie have really like opened the door for like more weirdness and just like being yourself. And even Katie wasn't that weird. Um, But like Gabby, I think is, you know, she's like pretty weird and like Jill's pretty weird. And like, I love that. So I'm really hoping that, this just ushers in and Aaron is definitely weird, you know, more weirdness on the show in general, because it always makes it more fun to watch. And I think they're starting to realize that and like mm-hmm. encourage actual personality to infuse the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm all about it. Um, so now it's Serene's birthday because it's just everybody's birthday <laughs> on the beach. And I just don't know how this is scientifically possible. Um, but yeah, this date with Brandon and Serene was like really sweet. Um, and then I wrote, Michael, you shouldn't be alone. You are a hot dad. So that's my note. <laughs> um, Logan shooting a shot with Shanae. Oh, so like, so basically Shanae is kind of in a love triangle, I guess. Um, cause she's really enjoying, I actually see it with James. I think that makes sense with the two of them. Like, I don't know. He seems to kind of keep her chill. And they, I see the chemistry and I'm actually surprised by it. Um, but Logan's trying to make a run for Shanae and did like this whole thing with a bracelet and whatever. And he's like, maybe it'll be lucky for you or whatever. And now she's like, oh gosh, I don't know what way to go with these guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised Shanae has got a love triangle. Just a lot of things that weren't on my bingo card. Yeah. And she's really like coming from a position of like, oh, who's going to, you know, make the biggest over the top gesture to win my heart? And it's like, oh, my God, come on. Uh, but the, the bracelet thing, that was that was pretty clutch. That was good. Uh, and she's like, yeah, yeah could have just done strawberry and champagne by the pool. But instead, bracelet. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
hey, I think he did a good job. I He did a good job. Know, he did a good job. If that's what she's looking for, I, I think they're both doing a decent job. And I would say between Logan and James, I would give Logan way more credit for coming up with stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but also, and she, if, if Jill is going to be the first woman to be disappointed after the women are uh, tossed off the beach, uh, Sinead is going to be the second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee Logan, especially, but probably James, too, are going to they're going to be going after other women. So, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, so then, oh, yeah, I wrote Jill could teach Jacob to be smart. <laughs> um, oh, uh, there was like that that uh, before that there was a scene of Ashley and Jared where like, I guess they get sexy. And OK, I got to say the stock footage they picked was hilarious. Like there was like a turtle that was like on a mirror. They were doing taxes like like it mm-hmm. wasn't just like, you know, like the train and the tunnel and like the bee pollinating. Like they picked random stock footage and then they were like seven minutes and 57 seconds later. And then Jared's like, wouldn't it be funny if they were like seven minutes and 57 seconds later? And I'm like, you gave them that anyway. Um, So I will give them credit for funny stock footage because that is my humor. So mm-hmm. I appreciated it. But now they I'm excited for them to be off the beach. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Um so Jill and Jacob's date went well. And then this is the most confusing end to an episode of The Bachelor in Paradise ever. This whole ending, my brain is still like, what the hell happened? So Kira comes back. Even though no one gave her a rose and she got kicked off the beach, here she is, she's back. And she's like, I have unfinished business with Jacob. And Mm. she starts talking to Jacob and she said he feels like home. And I'm like, you barely know this guy. She has unfinished business with whoever will give her the time of day. Because, I mean, she's been saying since she got here, she's she's just looking for some fun. And she left too soon. And she thinks Jacob is her, is her fastest ticket to that fun. <laughs> it's so weird. So she's crying. He's holding her hand. But then it's like, yeah, but no, though. Mm-hmm. You know. And then this was weird because Romeo's like, I'm one of the girls now. And he's like sitting with all the ladies and like gossiping with them about this thing happening. His will date him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is the best I can do is at least be their friend. Right. Like um, mm-hmm. and and do the gossip thing. And like, this is my way of survival. And so then, yeah, he's rooting for Jill and Jacob, which is so weird. And then. Jacob's like, you know what? Like, I feel like the connection was like forced with Kira and I feel more natural with Jill. And he was, he came over to Jill and he's like, listen, we had a really great date. Like we had a really good time. You don't have anything to worry about. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, and at some point Jill calls Kira dark sided. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's funny. And then R- Romeo comes in and Kira's like, crying and Romeo's crying and it was kind of like I feel like I fucked up do you feel like you fucked up and he's like I I guess so and so like, I'm sad. Fuck up, uh should we just leave paradise together and, and then, then they stared was, at each other for so long I was like this isn't just editing because this is like like because usually when they do that in a show you know it's like 
they'll cut to commercial. And so like the silence feels longer. Right. But this was like a really long silence. And well, she just Romeo, kept smiling you know, and nodding. And it was weird. Mr. I don't Harvard think had that to do the calculations thing. in his head. And you could watch the math because he's like, okay, I have alienated almost everyone on this beach because of my horrific uh, decisions that I've made. I'm clearly not going to find a relationship by he's going home. He knows it. Women have the roses. He's done. So he's like, all right, I either stay here for a few more hours and then just get kicked off the beach. Or I go back with Kira, probably going to get laid. That's that's exact. You just watch those calculations. He's like, yeah, we're leaving together. Who would have thought you could find it here in paradise? <laughs> Apparently, they're still like talking or whatever. That's oh what God. I heard. Um, and let me see. Let me find it. Are they still together? Listen, she couldn't survive on the beach because she was, and I quote, too fun. <laughs> I wish she was fun. Like, I really was rooting for her to be fun, but I just like, I'm kind of bored. But anyway, there's like hints that they're still hanging out. Um, apparently, Romeo posted a TikTok in October after the last episode aired. So sometime earlier this week, he said, I want to thank everyone who followed my journey on Bachelor in Paradise through all its ups and downs and emotional moments. Kira was right when she said we did Paradise right. I learned a lot. And ultimately, I left with a really awesome chick. Um. Yeah. So I don't know if there'll be anything. I don't know if they're going to have like a reunion at the end or anything like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I mean, I think they make sense as far as kind of like their. Well, the grouping like, of the misfit toys. Well, I would say, I mean, like they're the same age. They have, I, I think they're both really smart. They're both on the East Coast. You know, like they're both pretty accomplished people um, who uh, aren't great at relationships. Um, but maybe they could be better together. Maybe maybe two awkward people can find love. Maybe that will be a thing. I don't know. It's just kind of strange. Um <laughs> love that Romeo wants to go to Burning Man one day. I Romeo and Burning Man. No. Also, dude, make, you can just you can just go. Just go. Like it's like, not why, like Yeah, why is this like I would like to go someday? I bet you're at Stagecoach, Romeo. And guess what? If you're at Stagecoach, you're almost there. You're close. It, just, you know, go a little further. <laughs> <sighs> it's just so weird. Uh Anyway, uh, yeah, by the way, I did just see a stagecoach video from Sally because, you know, obviously that's where Sally was. She was at stagecoach and there's Kira's right in the background, Ooh. Um, right behind her, you know, so it's like we know that they all do hang out at these things. But yeah, it's weird that stagecoach is one of them. It still just like doesn't totally make sense to me why that's like the big thing. Oh, I, you couldn't pay me to go to stagecoach. <laughs> Dude, I could not. Like, I mean, there's just way too much country in The Bachelor already. Um, So, yeah. So, that was, like, a very bizarre ending. They may still be together or 
at least talking or something. We'll have to see what happens there. But what are your predictions for next week? So you said, so we, so who do we have coupled up? I don't think anything's going to happen with Serene and Brandon. I don't think that's no. going to get shaken up. My my bold prediction is Serene and Brandon are probably the only couple that survives. Everything else just completely implodes. Oh, I like that. I, w- I will say, um, I, I would say Aaron and Genevieve might still be okay too. Because Aaron is very rules based, but it is very early and Hmm. he also feels jerked around. So he could rationalize dating somebody else. Probably he could. He could. Now, I think that even if Aaron is good on the beach, it won't matter because Genevieve's going to go into total meltdown. Mm, Okay. It's like a whole plot twist designed to give Genevieve a mental breakdown. She's going to lose it. Totally. That is an interesting theory. Full on Genevieve Menti B. Count on it. Menti B. I mean, Aaron is very good at reassuring people, right? Like, I think Mm -hmm. he did a really good job kind of like calming Genevieve down. And for some reason, that's like his forte. But, um, yeah, I could totally see it as like blowing up because she just like does have a hard time with this kind of stuff. So I, yeah, mm-hmm. I do agree with you. I think that that could be that could be a thing. Um, all right. Well, what an action-packed couple of days! What oh. chaos! Uh, thanks for being patient with uh, with us, everyone. Like I said, I was at a cabin in the woods, and then I had to like, I was like literally writing on a typewriter, and then I had to like plug back into the internet, and I was like, "What's going on with my life?" <laughs> oh, I gotta watch the show. Um, but take care of yourselves. Take care of others. Um, I hope you have your costume picked out already, because it's only sixteen days till Halloween, and you probably have some parties to go to before then. So don't wait till the last minute like I just did and then pay for expedited shipping for a Beetlejuice blazer. Be smarter than me. Okay? Always. And don't do needle drugs! (laughs) I'm trying different like affectations for the catchphrase, you know? Don't do needle drugs! Don't do it!